This is the One Step Better Podcast. Helping small businesses make wins each and every week. Welcome back to the One Step Better podcast. I am Mike, and with me today, we have a very special guest. Liz Cortez is joining us. Liz, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thank you so much, Mike, for having me on. Absolutely. Liz helps a lot of organizations in the digital space. Uh, She tries to make things look really good, really functional, beneficial, helpful, all of the things. You're going to learn a lot from Liz about all of the things that she helps small businesses with. And so, Liz, we're excited to have you on. Here's where we want to start. As as always, anytime we have a new face on, we want to have an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I went from fitness influencer to starting a business with my husband. So got out of the fitness industry, went down the crazy path. I want to work with my husband and we started this digital marketing agency. He came from the restaurant industry. I came from fitness and we said, hey, online marketing works awesome for both of our industries. Let's help small businesses that we love, local small businesses that just need help. They need someone to help guide them. And how do we mush that together from both of our backgrounds? That's how we got started. And that was seven years ago. Oh, wow. So I'm sure you have some fun stories about, you know, now you're in business with your husband and there's the good and the bad of my business partner is also my spouse. How, what's, <laughs> what's been your experience uh, jumping in to business with your husband? So it was, Tough in the beginning because we were both used to running our own companies (laughs) and very tough. I know how it goes. Communication, roles, staying in your lane. Uh, We had to learn all the things. And of the seven years that we have worked together, six of those years, we've had couples counseling. (laughs) That's the key to the successful couples working together or even families working together. And, um, yeah, now, man, for three years, we really are in a great flow. And I, one thing just I love about when you work with your family, if tough things happen in life, you know enough to be able to pick up the slack for the other one. And so your clients don't know if there's an emergency or a death or something that happens and you need to take a little bit of extra time off, your spouse can pick up the slack and help yeah. during those seasons. Yeah. It's always fun whenever we have, uh, you know, family run business or maybe it's husband, wife operators that come in and they start to talk about things. It's that's always the question we like to, to get into because the dynamic there is, man, if I have an employee that I'm upset with, at least at the end of the day, if we don't have a chance to talk about it, I get to go home and I can push it till tomorrow. You can't do that whenever the person you're upset with is also your spouse. <laughs> so it presents <laughs> some interesting challenges. Enough of that. Right. Enough of that. Um, so you guys have been doing this digital marketing agency for about seven years now. What have been some of the ebbs and flows, the things that you've learned along the way in your own business? So when we first launched, we, our very first client, fired their marketing team and asked us to do all their marketing. So immediately we needed to become a digital agency. <laughs> we hired a graphic designer first, hired a web developer second, then I helped the social media, all all the things. And they also, the number one thing they really needed to know was local SEO. It was a laundromat. They needed a local presence. They needed visibility. They had three locations back then and they hired us to do everything. So my husband was like, sure, we can do that. (laughs) And 
I would say now web developers or graphic designers may disagree, but I think that local or SEO is probably the hardest type of marketing to learn. There's the most that's in there. Google is constantly changing yeah. and he did a deep dive and thank goodness he's a researcher and loves it, but he just loves SEO and loves all the reports of the tech and all the research and solving really complex, annoying problems of how do you show up on Google, that beast of Google. So that's how we got started wow. with it. Wow. So that, that, was, that was client number one. And you've since then expanded to multiple different offerings. I love the attitude of, yeah, we we could do that. And then behind the scenes, it's, what are we doing? <laughs> Let's figure this out. That's awesome. That's really cool. So you mentioned that local SEO is kind of, it's really difficult space in the, or really SEO in general is a difficult space in the marketing world. What are some of the struggles that you find as you start to bring on new clients that really want to up their presence online? The biggest thing that we see is clients not getting reviews. Yeah. And reviews is a huge ranking factor. So if you want to understand ranking factors, you can Google Moz ranking factors. There's a great blog up there and there's a ton of ranking factors of how do you show up on Google and getting reviews is huge. Also, what is on Google? Well, it's Google business profile. So you have to have that filled out. So those directory listing sites, those are the top two things that just a lot of people, you're busy. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't, they feel bad about asking for the review or they don't want to be too invasive. And so they don't do it or they don't train their staff to ask for reviews um, because just sending an email or text, sometimes that just doesn't work. But if you have a personal conversation, they're giving you a compliment. That's an amazing time to ask for a review. And I had a hygienist that was cleaning my teeth and I gave her a compliment and she did it. She didn't know her strategy. And she asked for me to leave her a review. That's awesome. I was like, this is what I teach. <laughs> yes. That's the only person I've ever seen do that out of all the services I've bought. That's great. That's great. So whenever you're getting into those review processes with a new client, do you, do, do you try to, um, stratify like, all right, we want reviews on this site or that site. Is it everywhere under the sun? Or do you find that there's some some more reviewed site types that whether it's even Google themselves, uh, that you try to focus on, like, let's hit this one pretty hard. Yes. The top one is definitely Google. Google is the first one that, um, we say, if you're just getting started, you need at least 10 reviews on like your top, let's say 10 platforms for your industry. Now each industry, some of them will overlap like Google, Yelp, Facebook, those will overlap. Those are great places to get reviews. Um, if you're doing B2B sales, definitely getting recommendations on LinkedIn yeah. is yeah. really great. Like if you're B2B, but um, there's other industry specific ones like for wedding photographer, you need to be on the knot. You need to be on um, wedding wire, getting reviews there. But we like to just start at least 10 on each one is the best. But then once you get 10, and the reason why we say 10 is because what if you get a bad review? Well, if you have 10, a bad review won't really hurt your average reputation score because some of them on Google, when someone searches and you get that list of all the websites, it will show the stars. So if you have a two or three that shows up for your average, that looks really bad to a prospect that's checking you out. And then they'll go read the reviews. So bad reviews aren't the worst. Like you can't make every, everyone happy. No one can be perfect. Um, so having, you know, some bad reviews is normal. 
It's just you don't want to have your average star rating be a two or a three. You don't want that. At, at that point, you might want to start to think about like, hey, you know what? I got 10 reviews and they're all a two. Maybe there's something to this. <laughs> Maybe I actually need to, yeah, to fix something. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. So you really start with where are your customers at? Uh, I think the the knot is a great example of that. If if I'm a you know about to plan a wedding, that's a huge website that there's a lot of stuff connected to. So if I'm a supplier or a vendor in that area, I need to be on that site. You mentioned absolutely Yelp. What was it? Yelp, Google, and Facebook are the big ones that you try to hit home, regardless of industry. Yes. And everything else there is really getting into where are your customers at. That's interesting. So you, you mentioned 10 reviews. That's the kind of the, the bar that you're trying to get over. Does that like in the search engine world, is that kind of substantiating that, Hey, there might be a legit, you know, business here. Cause I've seen a lot of times where you know, a company may have one or two reviews. They may even be good, but I would imagine that that's not really helping them in their digital marketing as much as if I had 50 reviews. Is, the, is it true that the more reviews that you have, the, the better you're going to be ranked? So when someone is searching, especially for small businesses, and if you work locally with clients, you people are going to Google you. They're going to look you up. They're going to go to your social media. They're going to go to your website. They're going to check you out and see what people are saying. And it's social proof, social proof. It's credibility. It's authority when you have those reviews up there. And yes, the more you have, the better. Um, so once you get to the 10, then I just say, Focus on Google, getting more of those 25, 50, 100, depending on how many clients you work with. If you have, I don't know, 300 clients in your practice, but you have two reviews, well, you're amazing at what you do. Well, what's going on that they're not leaving you reviews? There's something broken in the system and you need, you need to figure out a way whether they're coming in. I mean, I just think about, you know, filing taxes, like you're, you're going in, you're getting that. Well, that's a great time to ask for a review if they haven't left you one in the past year. We just, um, our guy just opened up his own practice and I'm like, we need to leave him a review from the work that he did. And so what I like to do for me personally is I like, you know, you give and you receive. So I always on Yelp, just try to check into every service that I use wherever I go. And then that will remind me later on to go write them a review. Most of the time it's positive experience, but go write them a review. And I, I just want to give out because I want our clients also to give to us as well. I know it helps them. Yeah. Now on Yelp, that's another really big one, especially if you're an iPhone user, you, you need to be doing Yelp and Yelp gets a little tricky because they like to hide the reviews. So um, what we teach our clients is you need to ask, you know, are you a Yelper? If they say yes, if they don't have Yelp on their phone, don't ask them for a Yelp review because it's probably going to get hidden. It's going to disappear. Just send them over to Google. And if they don't use Google and they don't have a Gmail account or they don't have a Yelp, then go to Facebook. So Facebook is like most people have Facebook. That's the catch all. Yeah. But that's the end one. That one is not as important as the other ones. Yeah. So that was like last. And the whole goal of all of these reviews is really to generate awareness and authority of your business in the online space. Why is that important to even have some strategy around? Well, it's a ranking, a big ranking factor, but I also love like when you know, people go to your website or let's say you're speaking somewhere or you're making a print brochure, 
it's just nice to have specific reviews to share or stories you can share. And lots of times you don't, maybe you don't know the great experience you provided or your staff provided. But if you have a list of all the reviews, let's say on your website, or you go to speak, you can pull out specific reviews to share a story to help your sales team so they can be better salespeople and share stories, share what um, impact your company had on the client's life. I just think it makes sales go quicker. It makes you get more referrals. It it just shows that you're a great company you work with. And over time, it just, it just looks amazing. So I, and you don't know where someone is searching. People go all over. They go website, Google, social media, Yelp. They're, they're using all different apps, which is kind of annoying that you have to be on all those platforms, but it does, it is worth the time and it doesn't have to take a ton of time to get all of it. So when it comes to actually implementing some of the things that you guys are teaching, do you, do you guys have like behind the scenes full service where you're doing that stuff for your clients or are you training somebody in your client's office or in their world, in their business to actually do some of these things? So we do most of it behind with our team. Um, so with clients, we just like them to send us a weekly or a monthly new customer list. And that's how we're asking for reviews on their behalf. And, but I do really love doing lunch and learns for those that are here in San Diego, or sometimes I do it over the phone or over Zoom. And I will teach the staff how to ask for reviews. Um, so that's a big key because if you are the owner, the founder, maybe you don't see all of your customers, yeah. but your staff does, or the front desk person does. And it really makes a difference that they're trained, um, especially when you're first getting started. And then once you get flowing and people are, it just becomes a normal system. It's really easy. And a lot of times um, they will just leave a review from the text you send or the email or all that stuff. So we do a combination of both, but we like to make it easy. If a client is just super busy, we don't even off, we won't even offer to train their staff. We'll just We'll take care of it. Go and reach out. Yeah, take care of it. We we don't want to add more to dos and more work on their plate. This episode of One Step Better is brought to you by Works, a team of payroll and HR experts who help businesses with outsourced HR, payroll, and human capital management solutions. Works is software and service, combining awesome people with the best technology to help you and your team get one step better every day. Check out our website, works.com, to explore more employer resources. We we started this year doing the kind of a review program in, in-house uh, where we were encouraging our teams, we incentivized them to go and get reviews. And a lot of the feedback that we were getting is, or feedback, <laughs> or they just simply didn't want to do it. And it was all centered around, man, I feel kind of icky asking for a review. Like, I, I feel like I'm intrusive to the clients that we're working with, asking them to spend time, you know, reviewing our services. How do you overcome some of the staff, uh, their objections to even wanting to do something like this? So I think the asking for reviews is like the gateway to be able to feel confident asking for referrals. Because if you're nervous to ask for a review, how will you be able to ask for a referral and um, that, that's tough. But with staff, 
those lunch and learns are great. We have videos, um, but just like making it really easy. And if they are listening, there's going to be a moment where someone says, thank you. And so listening to the client, the customer say, thank you for X, Y, Z. That is a perfect opportunity to ask for the review. And um, just say, I can text you the link or email it. What what would you prefer? And with employees, it's um, they can like blame it on their boss and say, <laughs> wow, thank you so much for sharing that with me. But I would love for if you could share that publicly so that my boss can read like what you said, like it will just put me in really good regards. And so that's an easy way to get around it is just blame it on your boss and <laughs> incentives. I had um, we recommend we had a dentist client that did an incentive around Christmas time. They said $25 if you get a Google review or, or Yelp and they had to these incentives. It doesn't have to be that high. It could be $5. You know your staff and what works for them. But this woman really needed new tires. So she was a hygienist. So she won and it was Christmas time and she was able to get enough reviews to get those tires wow so you know so that was just so cool that she had a need and her salary just didn't didn't work in that right but because of this bonus man she just um did an amazing job and the owner was just so happy to give that to her and give that extra gift and she got the company a lot of reviews and restaurant people do this too sometimes they'll like hand you a card when you say thank you like oh your service has been great and um We'll just hand you a card with their name on it. Yep. So I love it when you get the person's name that did a great job and you acknowledge them in the review. That just shows their boss, um, hey, this is a great employee and you should keep them around. Yeah, especially for sites like Yelp where those those rankings, if, if I'm going to find somewhere new to eat and I'm entering you know, what's around me in Yelp, those rankings are going to be super significant just for my own awareness. Like I, if I, especially if I'm in a, if I'm visiting a new city, I'm going to pull that up and see, all right, what ranks close to me, you know, pretty high. And if you're not even on the list, it's hard to get found uh, by people who are new to an area or trying to find something that's maybe a little bit out of normal or out of routine. Um, I, I like that, that idea of, you know what, here is my incentive for a, a server or whoever it may be. Here's my name. Here's my, you know, here's how you could do that review. Here's a little card on, you could help me out. And I think that's really cool. I, even for our own practice, we noticed an uptick in our own SEO stats just based on that. We did it in first quarter of this year, and we got about 50 reviews from across the team. And we had uptick on our stats just shortly after that uh, because, and the only thing that we could ascribe it to, the only thing that changed really is we had more reviews in Google. And so it was an interesting, uh, interesting thing to see play out. One thing just to say real quick, to watch out, not for you, but for everyone else. I'm glad you did that at the beginning. You saw 50. For everyone that's listening to this or watching this right now, Google is doing some tricky things. They're kind of being like Yelp and they're removing reviews if you're getting too many coming in. Really? So make sure you're staggering. This is something new we've been seeing in the past couple of weeks. Reviews disappearing on Google. They they used to never do that. And we've been seeing it. So just, just like with Yelp, you don't want to have too many go out. Um, you want to do that with Google too right now. And just like, that's why organically asking is amazing as you see your customers and asking when they say thank you to you, 
Um, blasting and sending an email asking review still really works, but I would I would limit it to probably not sending more than a hundred email, depending on yeah. how many you have, like ten or a hundred in one week asking. Not everyone's going to leave you one, but you have to figure out what the flow is. And if you start to notice reviews getting taken down, it's a real review. They're real people getting taken down. It's do you think that's Google's way of trying to kind of put down the hammer on incentive type programs that are quick blast and then you fall off and don't get reviews on a regular basis? Yes, I think I think so because they did change um, they changed things where you used to be able to do like review gates where if they gave you negative feedback, well, you could change the thank you page so that it wouldn't go to Google. Now. Google and Yelp too, they really don't like having that gate. They want people to leave the public because people yeah. like drama. Business owners, <laughs> we don't like drama, but average people like drama and the news and like, um, so they, they're playing that game too, which is frustrating. But um, yeah, if you just focus on any positive reviews, you will be good, but just stagger out when you email and blast out and then you'll get into a flow. So don't get frustrated if they get taken down. You can always, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, tracking the reviews or taking screenshots and then asking your client to repost. We've done that for clients on Yelp. Like, hey, can you repost this maybe with a photo? Can you, so yeah, when you're leaving reviews, if you add a photo, add, you know, a couple paragraphs, that helps it to stay up there. Yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that. That's good to know. We'll have to... Uh, we'll have to stagger that a little bit better. Maybe not Maybe not so much of a sprint all at one time. So, you know, as you guys are getting further into the digital space, obviously SEO is a big deal. Reviews are super important. What's kind of that next step that you're helping your clients uh, walk down in order to try to really bolster their digital presence? So, yes. So SEO has been our jam. That is our bread and butter. That's what we love doing. And that also includes website optimization and having a content strategy, which podcasting, that's an amazing content strategy to connect and just get great information out there. And so if blogging is not your thing, a video or a podcast is an amazing way to create content that Google will recognize and send more people your way. But what we're doing new for years, we do a yearly planning week, a week off. And we take the weekend to plan every November. And for years, my husband has wanted to add Google ads. And I was like, no, we're an SEO company, ads. But now these days for a local business, you can't, you really need both. You need to be doing your local SEO and content and reviews. But also it is making a difference of doing some Google ads. Because when someone goes online on Google, they're typing in their problem. When they're on Facebook, they're scrolling, they're bored. So for some businesses, Facebook works great if it's a really low ticket. But if you're a higher ticket service, you provide a lot of value, your package is bigger, then um, Google Ads is really great. And so we finally, let's see, it was a year ago, added that as one of our services, hired a team that they're doing great. Um, and so that's something new that we're doing because we're seeing that especially as things change these past couple of years, we needed to pivot as well. And we needed to add this as a service and we just couldn't ignore it anymore. We tried to ignore it and you really need a, this, both of these strategies. 
Are you saying are you saying that for like the clients that you're working with is that landscape getting more competitive as more people kind of figure out some of the SEO stuff and so the Google Ads piece is a way to just kind of jump up above those folks? You're got it. You got it. It is very competitive especially we're in San Diego and we have clients in big cities Phoenix, um Atlanta, uh the tri-state area. Like so they're trying to get customers in three different states right there. And so um, it is very competitive. And when you can find those money keywords that let's say it takes nine months, so you write a blog post, it could take nine months for Google to recognize you and put you on page one of Google. It, it could take that long. We're seeing some, some cl new clients. We have two clients that came on board uh, less than 60 days ago. They're already ranking for multiple keywords and this is like never happened so this i'm so happy because normally it takes about nine months but we've had some in less than 90 days start ranking start popping and that's awesome but for like solar companies or people that used to do trade shows and used to go in person and that's how they got their leads they're really having to rely on getting more leads through doing advertising and they can't wait nine months yeah. you may need have a cash flow issue and you need revenue now and so that's where google ads helps but a lot of people just go on and they just are like oh this is what people search they don't do keyword research so that's where seo and doing that keyword research before you start doing your google ads makes a big difference because if you just log in most people are going to be frustrated you're just going to waste your money and it's just like click 20 bucks click 20 bucks <laughs> click 20 bucks and your budget's gone you see the money walking out the door <laughs> That's not good. We want to keep our money and use it well. <laughs> That's right. That's great, great wisdom, Liz. I really appreciate your time. I think there's a lot of nuggets here that our listeners will be able to take away, especially working in the small business space. Um, we deal with a lot of people who have some of their digital stuff figured out pretty well, and they have some strategy around it. We have some people that are in the process of trying to figure that stuff out. And then we have other clients that just simply it's just not their jam. It's not their bread and butter and they've tried to ignore it. And I think that you've hit on all three of those with some wisdom to say, this is important. And if you aren't doing some of these things, it's really important that you consider it. So I appreciate your wisdom. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for joining us. Liz, last thing, tell everybody where we can find you. Where can we follow up and uh, get some more information about your agency? Yes, we are Rebel Fish Local in San Diego. And my husband's Robert and I'm Liz. And that's what, how you can find us on all social media is Rebel Fish Local. And we, uh, we have lots of cool free offers. I film video courses and trainings. We, we like to just give a lot of value and teach you what to do because there's a lot of people that just don't have the budget to hire agency yet. So we have a lot of free content online so that you and your team can get started on some simple things so that you can get found on more Google searches and get more reviews and make more money in your small business. Excellent. Thanks, Liz. I appreciate your time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the One Step Better podcast. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to us. We'd really appreciate it if you would take some time to rate us five stars on your podcast player of choice and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss out on another episode. Thanks and have a great day.